Alright, you're uh, officially live. So, um, just go ahead and um, introduce yourself real quick. Alright, so, Esteban, I guess I just start off asking like 10 or uh, like a good 10 questions to you just so we can get into the flow of the conversation or whatnot. First question, uh, because anyone listening to this has no idea about our background and history separately or together. Um, so, um, how did you meet me and when did that happen? Like, what's the history between you and uh, Chad? <laughs> Lock Haven Drive. <laughs> it was the bus conversation with Isaiah. It was Isaiah, you and Isaiah on the bus. We had that conversation about something and it just started from there. Yeah, because I knew your brother my first year there. Your brother and I knew each other before I knew Isaiah. He used to pop up and uh, just try to scare Gene and and um, and stand with all that karate shit back when I was chilling with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Curtis and Justin. Curtis and Justin. Shit. It was a half my life ago, damn near. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nah. Except I just wanted to give him just a, a feel of like who you were to me, who I was to you, you know what I'm saying? Like how how everything started, you know? All right, so now we can just skip to right now. Like where are you and I at collectively as far as the mindsets that we share and, and just collectively? So where are we at now? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I appreciate that, but that's definitely a compliment, you know. Um it's definitely a compliment. I, I appreciate that. Like the the same goes for you and stuff. So we're going to touch pretty much the same amount of money. That was the whole point of this shit. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah.
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I always wanted them to make a movie about me because I spent my life just making movies and shit. So you got to make a movie about the nigga who spent his life making movies. But like now I could definitely see it. Like regardless of the movies I was trying to make or the stories I wrote, just what I ended up doing with my fucking life minus the movie making shit was epic and worth a movie in itself. Like, you know. I, um... I don't even have a third question. I know I said I was going to say 10 questions or whatever, but we're kind of in the flow. Now, where is your mindset when it comes to just investing in business? Like, now, what's your mindset individually right now where you're at? Huh? Oh, shit. I, um, because this is like episode two, so I started it today or whatever. So on the first episode or the introductory episode, I was mentioning I had to introduce the whole concept. So I was like, the whole concept of, of, of these recordings right here is just to explain my mindset on it, you know, and, and then like I described my mindset on it as, as a as a um as a psychopath of investing basically and then you know and yeah it like like because if you listen to one of those chats for like me talking about it for 25 minutes or 40 minutes or or, or shit like that um you're like, at the end of it you realize like damn like this nigga really is fucking psycho when it comes to this shit like 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 this is something I have to admit. Like, yeah, I'm a psycho when it comes to this investing shit. So to so to detail what I mean by that when I say I'm a psycho when it comes to the investing shit, it's like, okay, um, as 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 psychotic as other people are about consuming and spending their fucking money, I'm that psychotic about investing my money. Like as psychotic as people are about pursuing relationships with the opposite sets and getting pussy and having sets and shit, I'm that psychotic with investing. Like, you know, like I like I use my horniness for my goals like I'm as horny as everyone else you know what I'm saying but I use my horniness I use my set drive to drive me in something else you know what I'm saying and investing or shit like that but um with me about to touch 30 I'm about to touch 30 in in about two months in a month and a half I'm gonna be 30 years old so so at that point in life as a young man who's single and doesn't want to stay single forever and wants to have children and stuff um I should have the um the psychology of a psychopath when it comes to investing and um and like economic supremacy because I'm I'm right at the point to where I'm supposed to be thinking like that. Therefore meaning I'm behind because I'm not there yet and I didn't get there in my twenties and we and um and um the people our parents age when we were younger thirty years ago, like our parents and, and their peers contemporaries thirty years ago, they became some of them, a percentage of them became um the dot com millionaires. So now thirty years after the dot com millionaires, what's next? The fucking crypto and transhumanism billionaires. And it's up to us. It's up to us if we want to be a part of that small select group. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, as long as you're not being a psychopath about actual murder. Yeah, yeah, real shit. Like, the first time I ever even, um, came across that concept of um to achieve something you have to obsess over it that was during my senior year um in 2008 at Salem High School so so like that was the very beginning of the journey that was the first thing I learned like oh shit if I want this I have to obsess about it and it has to be the only thing I ever talk about the only thing that I ever really put my energy towards doing like and if not then it is not going to happen so so to so to undertake that journey for ten years it's gonna be real annoying to a lot of people um around you who are not on that level because they're gonna be like, You talk about this too much, you talk about it too much, just do it. And then even that's good advice, because it's like I gotta talk about it, I gotta say it, I gotta put it out in the universe, I gotta get used to saying it. I, you gotta get used to hearing it, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, yeah, just you know, just doing it is also like what you learn way later, like just you gotta do it. You gotta, you know, just really just doing that shit.
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you're telling them about stuff you've already done. Yeah. Wait, um, please uh, repeat the question. Let's drink us some water. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. Um, it's, it's all about specifics. It's not like I'm in the house with a uh, person who could use the information against me. You know what I'm saying? Like a girl or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, not like that. Nah, I'm, I'm all alone and we're recording, but the whole purpose of me recording is being honest because, you know, I can only be honest as long as I'm alive. So once I'm not alive, then it, you know, 
you know, then it all boils down to how honest was I? So I have no qualms with sharing to random strangers who might listen to this. By the time motherfuckers actually listen to this, I might have millions and millions and millions of fucking dollars or be dead. So it don't matter. I can be real honest about it. And last week was, um, last week was really, uh, successful for me. I'm on successful week trading. Um, so I definitely have no qualms about sharing my success as far as like how I can help people achieve that same thing. So now to answer your question, um, um, last week was, last week was intense as fuck. You know, like imagine just staying up like all night for pretty much from Monday to Friday, just and like, it was very fucking wild. It was a wild ass week. Like I didn't, by the time it hit Wednesday, I was getting ready to be like up for like two going on three days. Like by the middle of the week, it was because even if I have the time to sleep at night, my mind might not be able to put me to sleep. And, you know, I might not be able to put my mind to sleep and shit. So last week was very long, very rough. And I made, I made, um, a lot of errors. I made like over 10 errors, 20 errors, depending on how you look at it, how I classify the errors or whatever. But I made like 20 fucking errors. And by the end of that, so, so by the middle of the week, I was kind of stressed, like, yo, um, I gotta, I gotta pay my rent by Friday, my nigga. Like, it, like, well, I have it to the fifth, but I, at least on Friday, I gotta put something up for it. I gotta have close to half. And, and that's when I realized that if I didn't make those errors, then I would have had the whole full thing already and shit. So I had to play even smarter because I lost the first couple of rounds a little bit. I kind of fucked up. So by the middle of the week, I was able to boost it back up and, and, and get to the point to where on Friday, I paid half of my rent with the profits from Forex Trading. You know, um, as far as the goal, because that was the goal, I got to pay my rent. Now, as far as the specifics, I already said it on this podcast before I called you earlier today, like five o'clock. I already told them everything. They are these niggas listening by now. They already fucking know everything, you know, like like as far as how last week went. I started off with uh, $19 for my friend Jason Kunai. And, um, um, he sent me that, um, on, on, on two Thursdays ago, the Thursday before last Thursday, boom. Um, so, um, by Friday, by that next day, when the market closed, he sent me $19 in ripple SRP and that equated to 77 ripple SRP by Friday. I had about 128 ripple in that account. So that was damn near a double. And then the market closed Friday, opened up last Sunday. When it opened up last Sunday, my error was I didn't switch over at 11 PM. So um, when it opened up on Sunday, I was sitting on closer to 200 ripple, 212 ripple on my way to 250 ripple or whatever. Oh, and that would have been like a double, like another double or whatever. Um, closer to $50 or whatever. And then I fucked up, didn't switch over, had to bounce back throughout the rest of the week. And then, um, by, by, uh, basically by Friday, I was sitting on like 1200 ripple, which was, uh, about like 80, well, or 1200 ripple, which was actually like $350, but I had to take out like 275, um, to, to, you know, pay my expenses. And, um, I left the trading account with $80. So, so that means that the initial investment, um, was, uh, multiplied by 17 and the balance from, from the first week going into the second week, which just started today, um, was $81 from 19. So I multiplied the balance, um, by five and I multiplied the initial investment by 17. So I took back 12 times the profit of the initial investment as profit. And I left five times the initial investment in there for this round. So, um, so, um, so in conclusion to tell you where that can go from there, that's when I realized like, damn, that means every week, if I do it like that, if I take out 12 times the profit to do what I need to do with that, and I leave five times the profit in there, then that means that, um, from that first week, it started off with $19. Now that means on the second week, I'm fucking with, um, 
you know, um, $81, we'll round that up to 100 right? Then that means on the third week, I'll be fucking with $500, like, starting off the week. Then by that fourth week, by the end of the month, I'll be fucking around with, like, 2500 Now, once I get to the point to where I have $2,500 total in all the accounts I'm trading with, and I'm able to bring back 30 of that, that's $75,000. So... Even if I like fucked up, then I could at least make that seventy five thousand in a month if you just divide it by four. Wait, wait, um, wait, um, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't. I couldn't hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might just have to try to talk a little louder because there's a lot of other motherfuckers behind you talking. So it's going to be a little hard. And so if you might have to yell a little bit. wonderful wonderful question um it's weird because the whole point is that you want to be able to do it full time you know what i'm saying like like pretty much and like that goes with anybody's goal whatever your goal is you want to do it full time and i guess the trick is you just kind of have to do it full time and like yeah so it's scary because if you can't afford to do it full time cuz you're still learning how to do it and that's why i'm trying to fucking help people that's why i'm trying to spread what i what it, it I started trading in June of 2018, and I was November 3rd. I started trading June 1st, 2018. I was November 3rd, 2019. So that's a year and three months. What, uh, from 6 to 11? That's a year and five months. Damn near a year and a half. Took me a year and a half because I wasn't able to do it for a time because I still had to work, and I had to work to even have money to throw into it. But I threw as much money as I could into it for a year and a half, and until I learned enough on my own to get to this point to where I could at least have one full successful week doing it. But um the whole point of me like doing all this um recording and writing about this topic is so I could expedite the process for others. And then of course others won't make all the same mistakes I made naturally because they're different, why you're different. And then with me going out of my way to explain exactly what I did wrong now, they have other shit you know, that could go wrong, that they could eliminate out of it, you know, so anyone listening to this will be able to do it way fucking faster, that's the whole point, is to speed up the process in which people can do it full time, by giving you the accurate information, so you can apply that information, and learn it, and train for at least half a year, and then within half a year to a year, you should be able to, you know what I'm saying, within like nine months tops, you should, you should have it down pat, because I'm giving you all the fucking game immediately. Um, but, but to, but to answer your question one more time, like, like the short answer, um, I had to, I had to, I had to spend all day and all night up basically doing this shit, dude. Like I could, I could sleep when I want to, but I had to learn the times that were best to sleep at, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the safe zone, you gotta, you know, you're gonna have to sleep during the safe zone and shit. But like, um, if I would have been, um, if I would have been having to go to work every day and work for white people, it would have been real hard to uh, go to the bathroom at the proper time to switch over or, you know what I'm saying? And like, it's it, like, it taught me so much, like this last week of trading, it taught me so much like, damn, like you really do have to be home all day doing this shit or whatever. So um, until people can get to that point where they have enough money to pay their bills and, and throw money into the account to learn it until the money from the account is paying all their bills and stuff and they can stay home. You know, I'm just trying to uh, spread all my information to help people get to that point as fast as possible. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest. Uh, perfect question. You asked some real good questions. And it's weird because I didn't even tell you. I was going to ask like 10 questions. And then at the end, after we were in the flow of the conversation, I was going to be like, now you just asked me questions. But you kind of just, you know, we're in the flow. So cool. All right. At this point, my nigga, like just for the record and stuff, like, you know, like I failed every math class I ever took and shit. Like math was always my horrible thing. But when I took economics for the first and only time, that's when I realized um that for some reason, I was really, really fucking good at economics. 
and entrepreneurship and business marketing and business law. Now, to answer the question about the calculator, I actually now I walk around with a calculator in my pocket. Like like a real calculator, like not even on my phone. Like I got a real flip calculator right now inside of a case that I keep in my pocket. And it, it makes me laugh because I just started doing it a few days ago. And I'm like, damn, I actually am walking around with a motherfucking calculator in my pocket. Like I'm actually just calculating random numbers. Um, It's all math. It's, it's, it's really more so economics and mindset, but yeah, it's all, it's all math because you're all dealing with digits and numbers. It's all math. But even if you're not good at math, that doesn't fucking matter. Only thing that matters is, are you economical? Like, can you come up with an economic strategy? Can you come up with a theory on how to get the math? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, it's all numbers. It's all math. Like, that's what you're betting on. You're betting on numbers. You're, you're waging on numbers. You're, you're placing money on numbers. And you have to pick, is it going up or down? And you got a 50% chance every single time. Huh? Huh? Hello? Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is way better, dude. Keep this up. Damn it, this is way better. This is like a regular phone conversation. Now, yeah, the other one sounded like on some payphone shit. Yeah, it, it sounded like you had like, it sounded like you had like five niggas outside the booth, dude. Trying to get in. Like real shit, that's how it sounded. It sounded like, he, like niggas were trying, it was crazy. Nah, nah, but you know now, we good now. I didn't know either. Nah, it's a guaranteed fifty percent chance because um the price can only go up or down. Hell yeah, that's the whole point of all this shit. That's the whole mindset. That's that's the that's how you answer the question with the opposite. You ask, is math important? Hell yeah, math is important, but what's more important or um at least equally important is the economic theory that you're carrying with you. You know, it's it's the um it's the sharpness of the blade. You know, like your economic blade and shit. Because you're fighting, you know, math digits and you gotta, you know, if you have a very sharp economic blade, you can slice through it. Yes. That's where the strategy comes into play. That's where the strategy comes into play. All right. Um, shit. All right. The first thing you wanna do is you want to, um, you wanna, you wanna trade under, like, like whatever you're, whatever you're gonna invest, you wanna split that in between a certain amount of accounts. So, say, say, Yes, exactly. Now at that point, now you got a real fucking reference. Now you got a cheat sheet. Now you know from that first account you entered into, you know if it's in profit or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a cheat sheet. Yes, exactly. You're copying and pasting the same shit. What do you mean when you say investing? Are you talking about the um just specifically um the foreign currency? No, man, I liquidated the majority of my crypto assets into learning the foreign currency. Yeah, like I was really psychotic about it. That was very stupid. I don't recommend anyone do that. You buy your crypto, you hold your crypto. Then you take your extra money and you throw that into learning forest. Do not liquidate your crypto to learn forest. You know what I'm saying? I don't recommend that. But I'm a psychopath. I had no fucking choice. I had to learn this shit because once I started trading, I realized that, yo, if I get this shit right, then anything I ever wanted to do ever in life, financially, I'd be capable of doing it. You know, I at the moment that I did start trading for us in June of 2018, I did have a crypto holding. I had like $300 in XRP when it was 75 cents a pop. I liquidated that. I had about like, uh, you know, 30,000 Dodge coins, ended up liquidating that. I had like another 12,000 Dodge coin, ended up liquidating that. So at the max, I've held, I've held, I was holding $300 in Ripple at 75 cents a piece. And, um, 
and I was holding um, maximum close to fifty thousand Dodge coins, and that's why I say it was it was silly to do that because even though the price in Dodge dropped, so I can cop it back cheaper, but still, if Dodge would have went up to like a fucking dollar, that would have been fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I mean, your economic theory and stuff. I mean, like, your economic theory, like, not, like, not a pre-existing economic theory. There probably are some economic theories that, that will help out. And I'm going to start studying economics and economic theory and stuff. But I'm a writer, so I use words in a weird way. Like, they have a personal meaning of what I mean when I say the shit. But when I say economic theory, I mean, like, how do you think about this shit? Like, okay, okay, it's like this, it's like this. First off, you want to figure out how much money do you want to earn per month doing this shit, right? So so I'll just pose that question to you. How much money would you like to earn just per month, just period, just like doing this, just off of this? And just throw out a figure. That's a wonderful, perfect fucking question. I mean, perfect answer because that encapsulates the fact that um, the money is exponentially grown every time you get it right. So that made sense. You actually can. That's the perfect thing about it. You know. Um, all right. So, so I'll say, I'll say, a um, hundred thousand dollars a month, right? So that's um. Let's divide a hundred thousand by uh, four. That's twenty five thousand a week. You gonna have to bring in twenty five thousand dollars a week, right? So if you can get to the point that where you're multiplying your money from the range of ten times to thirty times, you know we did this already. Um, um, it's gonna have to be cheaper than twenty five hundred though, because twenty five hundred would be like um seventy five thousand a week. So, and that's like three times the, um, you know, at that point, we're 25,000 away from, you know, what you wanted to make in a month. So, you know, if you, you know, so, and then boom, right there, that's how you would make more money than me. If that's how much I wanted to make, you know, it was a hundred thousand a month. Boom. Now you'd be making 300,000 a month. Easy. Now, um, so let's just say a thousand dollars total. You split a thousand dollars in between like 20 accounts or some shit. You have like 10 to 20 accounts with a thousand dollars in the total or some shit. Um, now let's multiply 1,000 by, by 30. At that point, you're bringing in $30,000 a week times four. You're, you're, um, you're, you're either going to be right under, um, hundred thousand or pretty much right over. If you can get right at 30, yeah, 120,000 right there. So have a thousand dollars invested in several different accounts and manage to multiply each one by 30, but you're using the same trade. So you're just, you're just, um, minimizing the risk in case you do fuck up. You don't fuck up on every single account and shit. Um, but I'm gonna have to study economics more and economic theory to really, um, see which ones apply or whatever. But, but when I say economic theory, I mean like, your own mindset, like, you know, like, um, you know, it's like every quarterback has their own mindset. Like Dan Marino, you know, how does Dan Marino, um, get from one, you know, how does he get his team from one side of the field to the other? And I feel like that mindset that he has is going to differ from the majority of mindsets of any other quarterback. And then that goes with anything and any contemporary in any industry and any entertainer. How does, how does Kanye, what's Kanye's music theory? You know what I'm saying? Versus Lil Wayne's music theory. You know what I'm saying? Like they both could push the same, yeah, you know, they both could push the same numbers. They both could win a Grammy, but how do they win their Grammy? You know, what's Denzel Washington's economic, um, his film theory or his acting theory versus fucking 
um, James Dean, who's not even his contemporary at all, or, you know, or who's a contemporary of Denzel, or fucking Samuel Jackson, or Forrest Whitaker. Like, Denzel pretty much kind of has, he doesn't have too many contemporaries that compete with him at all. Like, all his contemporaries are fucking white, so he's just been losing to white actors and shit, but there are no other, like, you know, uh, black actors that could just do what Denzel could do and shit, and, you know, Sam Jackson could do pretty well, you know, but, um, but yeah, like every, it's just, it's your approach. How do you approach it? Basically is what I mean. You got to simplify it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's very specific. So I'm throwing my specific one out there. So anyone that's listening can um, internalize that and tweak it where it's necessary and create their own. And if they don't have their own, then I'm throwing mine out there for them to adopt. And then and it, it, they'll, they'll adapt it to their own mannerisms and shit. But Yeah. Yeah, and the Edison, Edison, and Nikolai Tesla. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and probably. The um the main reason why I would say the whole psychopath thing is because um a psychopath is not afraid to do something that would like not benefit them in the long run and shit. Even if they go to jail for it or get killed for it or like go to hell for it and shit. Like they 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 are not afraid of that shit. And that's that's an actual that that's like that's an actual psychological error in their brain. Like like the part of your brain that regulates fear is called the amygdala. And uh, it's like A M Y G D A L A, the amygdala, right? That regulates fear. So the psychopaths, their amygdala is fucked up. They don't register fear the same way. So, like, you have to eliminate your fear. So, what if you lose the fucking money? Just don't bet your house, nigga. Bet a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But don't, like, you know what I'm saying? But don't let the fucking fear, you know what I'm saying, like, stifle you. You know what I'm saying? You can't be stifled by the fear. Alright, alright, for wait, hold on one second for for all right, yeah, real quick, just a quick analogy based on what you said. Okay, because you were talking about the atmosphere and the nature of everything. It's like you're trying to trap a fucking animal. But the animal lives in a jungle. So if you're gonna trap the animal and you got to learn the nature of the animal and all this shit to trap the animal, you got to study the animal in this environment. So how how you gonna trap the animal if you're afraid of the jungle, motherfucker? Yeah, okay. Yeah, they both won Grammys. They both won Grammys and they both can make a masterful album. I would say Kanye is better at it because as a musician, as an artist, I think it's just better. But as a fucking creative, Lil Wayne just spit that shit out. Like Lil Wayne spit that shit out. Kanye don't spit his shit out. Kanye will put 5,000 man hours into one song. Like, nigga, who does? Of course you're going to win the Grammy, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's a fucking, that's psycho. Yeah, yeah, nigga, that's psycho. That's that's what I mean. Like anyone who you admire for being good at what they do, trust me, dude. Anyone in their life, in their inner circle, would tell you they're fucking psychotic about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like if if you want to piss off Kobe Bryant, go in his gym and deflate one of the basketballs. It probably beat you to death with the shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he picks up that like like anybody you admire, like any any champion. Any champion is psychotic about it. Otherwise, they would have just lost. They would have gave up alone. Like, they would have never made it that far. Floyd Mayweather, psychotic, dude. Psychotic. Psychotic.
Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, he's the master voice. He's the master vocal. Have no fear. You gotta have more faith than you have fear. Like, like whatever your percentage of fear is, you need to have a hundred percent more faith. Yeah, like so, you know. So you want ten percent fear, hundred ten percent faith, and hundred ten percent ambition and shit. But yeah, like first off, have no fear and fuck what anyone else ever tells you. Because the first thing you have to realize is that no one's perception can harm you except your own of yourself. Like real shit, like 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 I had to pick that up at eighteen, like when I was just that weird little kid, adult, when everyone's a, an adult for the first time, and I'm just the weirdest one out of the bunch, most of the bunches. Most of the rooms I walked in ever in my life, I was the weirdest kid in the room. Yeah. Thank you. No, I I was um I actively went against it. I shaved my head at nineteen and I mean like I was just actively against it. Like I, I had beef with them for me. I had a real fucking beef. Halfway up the hill. Appreciate that, dude. That's like one of the nicest compliments I could ever hear. Like, we we come from the group who was our favorite movie as a group collective would be The Matrix. So it's a fucking call me the anomaly. Like, that's all you ever want to be, and that's what the real shit. Like, real shit, and like, and like that goes for anyone like who wants to do anything. If you want to do something, then deep down you want. If you're really gonna do it, you really want to do it. Then deep down you want to be the anomaly. You want to be the exception to the rule. You want to be that one exception, or at least in the top three. You know what I'm saying? At least the anomaly of your generation or your time frame. Like everyone who's ever accomplished that shit and became the anomaly, they wanted to be that one because, because like the anomaly is the um, complete opposite of everyone else. And and if you and if you don't want to be like everyone else, then you're gonna have to end. If you don't want to be like everyone else, and you end up succeeding, and you thrive at that point. You're the fucking anomaly. You know. So maybe me uh waging war against conventional thinking, traditional thinking and conformitism or conforming, maybe 
that was the first step of becoming the anomaly. It was saying, I'm not going to be like everyone else. And now I have everyone else telling me I'm just going to be worse than them. Like, everyone else is I'm going to be more fucked up than they are. Like, that's fucking crazy. They all believe I'm going to end up worse than them. You know? Go ahead, nigga. Bring, pull out the race car, nigga. Slap it on the table. That's all you got. Slap it. Okay. Yeah, Jay Z's even talking about investing now. As far as in his raps and story of OJ and shit, a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny shout out to Marcus Yeah. I love to talk to him one day. Yeah, my shit was emotionally tumultuous. Square nerd. Yeah. 
No, never, 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 never. Um, maybe within the next year, I might even get a girl pregnant just so I force myself, you know, to switch over to a whole other overdrive no one's ever seen before. So I moved away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna have a fucking uh Duo, motherfucker. You got FaceTime, nigga? Fuck out of here. Your grand- grandparents want to see their grandkids, nigga, and they use FaceTime to do it. But nah, uh, I ain't going in the room with nobody with money problems. So that's the first step. Once they don't have money problems no more, then we could chill, nigga. But until then, I'm helping you from far away over the phone, nigga. Because I don't want to be in a room with anybody with money problems, nigga. It's against my religion. If you got money problems, now real shit, nigga. If you got money problems, I will help you solve them. But until you start complaining about money, I don't want, I cannot afford to be in a room with you. Yeah, because... Because at that point, now you're doing this reverse psychology when it comes to affirmations. Because when you start off at the bottom, you're using affirmations to get on top and everyone's making fun of you because you're trying to affirm yourself. Now, when you finally get to the top and they want to be with you, now you just throw the affirmation in themselves, like in their face. Like, do you have money problems, motherfucker? You know? Maintaining, surviving. Yeah, my career. Oh, shit. 